0: You're listening to Hot Dog Chronicles, where we wholeheartedly believe that if you really want it, the path will show itself to you. Genuine bootstrap entrepreneur and lifelong hustler, Andrew Dallager, lets you in behind the scenes on his journey to buy his first house in cash. It's time to learn from real life wins and losses, be brutally honest with yourself, and hear about strategies and resources to help you along your way to reach your biggest goals. If you're ready to get started, love the journey, and arrive at your destination, you belong here. Here's your host, consultant, rap enthusiast, and hot dog vendor, Andrew Dallagher. How's it going, Hot Dog Nation? It's been a while. Uh, I'm your host, Andrew Dallagher, the hot dog god, and uh, today is Monday, March 5th, 2018. Um... I wanted to today I just wanted to talk about the moment in my life where I knew I was going to be an entrepreneur. Um so I was I was in 7th grade. I'm never ever going to forget this. I was a little dorky kid. Um I always had one of the t-shirts with a corny slogan on it like two squirrels and some acorns and one's like hoarding them from the other and it says get off my nuts. Like those were all my shirts were like that and I regret that that was me, but it was. Um, Oldest of six kids, didn't like hanging out with my siblings because they were so much younger than me, they're like my best friends now, Um, and I just wanted to be able to do and have the things that I wanted, you know, when you've got five younger brothers and sisters, a lot of times when you ask for something, it's wait till your birthday or wait till Christmas or whatever, it sucked. Because uh, I had only friend, best only kid best friends that if they wanted it, they had it. And so I just wanted more, you know. Um, and so I was with my mom and we were in Sam's Club. And I used to love going because there are so many samples you could get on the weekend. And I would do that. <laughs> and uh, we were going down an aisle. And it was a candy aisle. And they had pixie sticks. The giant, like, three-foot pixie sticks in a 50-pack. And it was $11. And I just remember thinking to myself that I've bought those for a dollar before. Um, and they had them at an at a arcade in town when I was a kid. You could get them for like 50 tickets, which costs you like six bucks worth of gaming to get the tickets for. But I remember I, I saw it, and there was 50 of them, and it was $11. And I thought, I, they sell those for a dollar. And so I asked my mom if I could get a pack of them. And she said, yeah, she actually let me get them. So I took them home. And this was back in the 90s. So I had the big ass jeans with the deep pockets. And I took five of them to school with me the next day. And I slid them in my pocket. It was really uncomfortable. The the top paper part um, was scratching like my ribs on my right side. And I was in the foods class where we would cook really crappy food and um, I turned to a classmate of mine and I asked him, I was like, Hey man, do you got a dollar? And he said, no, I don't have any money. Cause he thought I was going to try to take like borrow from him. And I was like, Oh dang, that sucks. Cause I have these pixie sticks and I like lifted my shirt up all drug dealery. You know, I lifted my shirt up and there was like the, the strips running up my side with the, the purple and green and all those colors. And I was like, I'm, I have these pixie sticks and I'm just, you know, I was selling them for a buck. And he goes, oh, yeah, no, I have a dollar. Hold on a second. Immediately when he realized I was selling candy, now he's got money he didn't have before, right? And so I asked him what color he wanted. He grabbed one, and I let him know, like, I have them in my locker. I've got a bunch. If you want any more, if you know anybody else that wants one, just let me know. And so that day I sold, like, three. And so I went home, and I had three bucks. It was kind of cool, you know. It was like, that's like a half hour of work. For somebody four years older than me. And so I just. I realized it was it was really cool. It felt good. And so I went back to school the next day. And I put the whole box in my locker. And he was there. Ted was his name. He was at my locker. With two friends. Trying to grab two a piece. So what is that? Three people. Two a piece. That's six dollars. In one minute. And I'm twelve years old. Right? It was like an amazing feeling. They got to the point where. Like, in in the week, I sold all 50, no problem, and so we went back to Sam's Club, I bought two boxes, and so by the end of three weeks of these things, I had $150 in my pocket, like, I felt like a fucking, the king of the world, you know, Um, and it went from me just wanting to be able to go to the arcade when I want to, to, like, I, a 12-year-old boy, Bought myself a flip-up screen for my Nintendo GameCube and an adapter so I could play video games in the back seat of my parents' car on while we were going wherever we were. I could do anything I wanted to do because I had small, you know, twenty-dollar aspirations at the time. But I realized it was so crazy. The teachers ended up making me stop selling candy. I got detention several times, and I got the candy confiscated several times. And my mom got tired of hearing about how I'm getting in trouble for for doing this, so it it turned out that like I wound up having to let it all go and stop selling candy at school. But I realized then, like in a day, on one of my average days, in a day of five minute passing periods where I'm just walking from one class to the next class, I was making like, 10 and $15 in five minutes. And I was 12. And, like, I know people that weren't making that much money in an hour. I know people that right now aren't making that much money in an hour. And I knew I could feel, like, every teacher that I had that was getting mad at me for selling this candy, and every, I'm causing a distraction. And if I'm disrespectful and I'm misbehaving, I'm never going to get a good job. That's what they kept, it always circled back to never going to get a good job. And I just weighed, I I like looked in one one hand, I have, I'm making $15 in five minutes. And I know these ninth graders are making $7.25 in an hour. I'm never going to get a good job, but I can tell you right now, I'm never going to get a good job on purpose. And so, yeah, I did, I stopped I stopped selling the candy, I I stopped earning money, but that feeling has never left, and I know that it's never going anywhere, because all you are is one business model away, one supply and demand acquisition away from never, ever wanting a good job again, and uh, that was the moment for me, where I realized that all my teachers, while they were trying to ridicule me, were absolutely right. I am never going to get a good job because I'm never going to strive to have one. I'm going to offer them to other people. And so that's the way that it works for me. Um, (laughs) I don't know if any of you guys have ever experienced a moment like that where you realize that you just kind of like decoded the matrix or unlocked the fucking secret room. But I did. I felt like I walked into this Secret room of like this is the way the world is supposed to work for you And I could just see plain as day that For the rest of my life I'm figuring out how to do this better I'm never going to be employee of the month But I'll give that reward out to somebody else So that was the moment for me Um, Shoot me an email Hotdogchronicles.com Let me know what that moment was for you I know you got a moment like that Stop playing Um and, of course, you know, if you're in town, Coney Island LFK on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, follow us. Um, we're doing some big things this year. And, uh, you know, if you work real hard, maybe one day you'll never get a good job, too. You know what I mean? Um, that's all I got for you guys today. I hope you, I hope you felt something or, or got some value out of this one. It's just a story, but it's probably the most important story of my life. Um, thanks again, guys. I appreciate you listening, and uh, I'm signing out. Dog is life.